Hello and welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. Tony, it's good to see you, mate. It's episode number 208. <laughs> and <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, you were... I didn't prepare you for that one. Um, what a week... What a week it's been, though. Hey, for Stoke. Hey, Tony. We signed a player in Jacob Brown. We, Our youngsters, they went and beat Leeds United 4-0. We beat Wolves in the Cup, and then today happened, and we lost 2-0 to Bristol City. Um, I think we will start, Tony. Hello, Tony. Sorry. Nice to see you. How are you? Hello. I'm all right. It's just you and me today. A Yorkshire special. Yay. Yeah, how how do you feel about that? Um, I'm trying to think of some amusing Yorkshire slang that I could throw out, but it would just sound silly me saying it. <laughs> Be right. Be right. <laughs> yes. Well, I hope you've brought your your statistics to replace uh, the lack of Tom Thrower or the wit of Dave uh, because it's just you and me doing all the it's just you and me doing all the lifting Tony Um, yeah we will start let us start then at the end of the week and we can look back through everything else with hindsight and see what mattered and what did not Um, Stoke City nil, Bristol City 2 first home game of the season in this lockdown season Um, wasn't a very good match was it in terms of Stoke City performance Tony no, wasn't the best, was it? Um, I'm in a, I think, similar position to where you were at times last week, sort of a bit disillusioned about football in general. Um, would pretty much endorse firing 90% of our players into the sun. Uh, that's my one stat that I've prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody missed today's game, um, well done. Your decision-making was better than Danny Bart's was in the 89th minute. Um <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't. I thought. I think they're the best team we've come up against so far. I think. Well, I think Wolves are probably a better team, but they didn't play as well. I think Bristol City looked good and never let us settle, and were just a, a good side. And mm. we weren't at our best. I don't think it's just Stoke equals bad. Uh, yeah, do you know what? That's a very. I, in the past, I've felt very dejected by a poor Stoke City performance, and and it's never going to sit comfortably losing losing at home, especially as someone who, you know, feels a real identity with the, the Tony Pulis era where we went undefeated at home, or oh, it was a point a point of point of pride to defend the Britannia at the time. Um, but I I certainly do not feel. Like absolutely fuming, flying off the wall, bin every everything. Let's burn everything to the ground, as I have done certainly <laughs> in the last two years in the past. Um, but it, it, yeah, I mean this this championship, the old uh, uh, saying gets said over and over again that oh anyone can beat anyone in this in this division, and that is certainly true. If your team does not turn up on a certain day. Any team, no matter whether they're Wickham or Br- Bristol or whatever, any team is going to be able to just um, put other teams to the sword a little bit. And it certainly felt like it felt like as good as I'm going to say as good as Bristol were. I don't think they were incredible. They they hurried us off the ball a lot. Yeah. They 
Um, and and so that we never really settled with that. I think the thing that Bristol did well was stopped us from being able to f- get into any form of, of of routine, any any rhythm. Rhythm, yeah. And and but I don't think we made it particularly easy for ourselves either. I, the, the, the they didn't seem to turn up with the right mindset. It seems and and as a result, here we are. We I it, it, we didn't really create much. Bristol didn't really create much either. It, it's just that's that's exactly it. Um, they they pressed us right from the start, which we already know we've never been comfortable with. I think if we'd been absolutely at it and playing at our best, we would have probably found ways ways to create from that that we just didn't do today. We just every, every, everyone was just a little bit below their best, and that was enough because Bristol were just doing their jobs really well all over the pitch. I think, mm-hmm. like you said, they never let us settle. Um, we played pretty much the same system as we did against Wolves, and we didn't look in that much danger against arguably more talented Wolves side. But then today, it, 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 it sort of showed us how that system works to an extent, because that system, clearly from the Wolves game, where they've got all these very, very sparkly, shiny attacking players, <laughs> is it's clearly a system that can work well if you're just trying to shut up shop and play a horrible game and then nick something. And the only chances that they really made today were down to individual mistakes by our players. Yes, certainly. So, yeah, yeah. And and it, it, I mean, there's been a lot of discussion on the on the system that has been implemented, and mm. I'm sure we'll speak about that in a minute. But um, and Rich Walton on Twitter says, why are we playing a system where pace and width are crucial, but then we start no actual wing-backs and a slow potato up top? It is... <laughs> it is Going back to last week's podcast where um, we only seem to have one option with, with pace, um, <laughs> it, it, it kind of becomes a bit limited when all you have is one player who can who who makes runs. And it's that uh, we, we've... God knows how many times we're, we're repeating ourselves, but it, it's just like we play through sludge. Everything's a bit slow. Everything's mm. pedestrian. And and you see when we do have a bit of pace how deadly we are, but we, we never... It's games like this where you see that we just don't seem too comfortable all the time in playing that way. And so there is this schizophrenic Stoke City in that on some occasions you we look absolutely blistering with with pace and and chances and and you get fans excited saying that we're going to do really well this season and then you can get a performance like this that is turgid and slow and people will then start going off the other end and and worrying the the (laughs) the truth remains somewhere in the middle in Mm. that this squad has some work to do but it's that we're seeing the same things that's my it's not a concern i'm not worried about O'Neill or anything, but my the repeated thing is that yeah, pace is coming up time and time again. This system that he's playing with uh, wing backs, people are questioning it now. I'm sure you're the same as me, Tony, and you can remember any time any system that isn't four four two has has been implemented in Stoke. There has always been this history of why don't we revert to such and such a system. Now the argument is. Why do we not revert to a four-two-three-one? Because that would get the most out of people like Nick Powell. Would be playing two natural wingers. Um, do you have any thoughts on that? I have 
some they're not very organised and I'm not sure I have any confidence in them. Um, <laughs> no, not really. I mean, I think we're in the middle of a very much a, a busy period. We've got league game, cup game, league game, cup game, hopefully league game, then another cup game, but we'll see. Um, and it, it feels like he's split them into two squads for for this period where they can't but he, d- he doesn't really want anyone playing every game, with the exception of a goalkeeper who's probably our best player anyway today. Um, <laughs> but speaking about pace up at, at wing back, I obviously would have liked to see Josh Tymon there. That'll surprise nobody. Um, I can see why he didn't start having played the full ninety on Wednesday, and presumably saving him for next when was it Wednesday last we played uh, next Wednesday. Thursday. I assume he'll be starting again. It was Thursday, wasn't it? Because that's Thursday, why we played yeah. on Sunday. But yeah, it's. I, I think I'd be surprised if we play that formation again against Gillingham. Because if. I mean, if. I think we'll probably see mostly the same personnel as we did, did against Wolves, against mm. Gillingham. But I, I'd, I'd be interested to see what system they slot into. If, if I think if we play 3 5 2 against them, then you'd think that's pretty much it for the season um, or he could just be saying look you're going to have to keep playing this system until you get it right you shits like puni- <laughs> punishment um, but I would have thought once we get this run of games out of the way then the two squads we're seeing at the minute will meld a bit hopefully um, yeah is, this, is, mm. with, with that in mind then <clears throat> and this is a question uh, from Dominic Lee on Twitter um Bearing in mind that you as this idea, we've got two two squads roughly. Um, he he says, do you think it's time for the young players such as Suter, Collins, Oakley Booth, and Tymon to come into the starting eleven for league matches? Um, if if I take this a little step further and brought, we've got a lot of games. He split them. Blah yeah. Is there any players from the game at Wolves that you wish would have been in today's? Lineup, presuming everyone is fit and not tired or whatever, is there anyone in that Wolves game that you think actually we probably missed them in the team? Yes, I'll I'll leave the really obvious one out because it's silly. Not to say Josh Tymon as an answer to every question, but I <laughs> I do think it, we we had Jacob Brown in mm-hmm. today. And he was our only pace. I, I think we've added more pace into the squad, and I think I'd like to see more than one fast person at a time. Um, anywhere on the pitch, really, I don't care. Um, Suter and Collins were both brilliant. I think Suter's my favourite just because he's so massive and funny looking and <laughs> and the threat from set pieces, big slab head, knocking it in. I, I would have I, I liked to see that today. I think he would have been more of a threat at set pieces than the centre Backs we had. I think I would happily chop and change any centre back who played today for any other centre back on our books. I, uh, I also, I also feel that Suter and Collins, and I could just be, you know, making this up, but I, I have the impression anyway that they're just that little bit faster than like Bart and and Chester, and yeah. I think one of the things today that was stressing out is Bristol did have pace and our our centre backs are not the most um not the most pacey and 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 Bart and Chester have come in for a lot of criticism today so um I'm I'm always reluctant 
these these calls for uh, young players to automatically be now thrown into the team always come from a very emotive place. Mm. Um, we've had a bad performance. Yeah, they these kids did well. Um, let's let's um, throw them in. And, and whilst usually I'd be a bit more reserved and be like, look, they need to they need to get game time, but they can't be fully relied on. You know, they need to be sheltered a little bit. But I mean, Suter played how many games for Fleetwood last year? Lots. Lot, lots. Collins mm. has, I mean, O'Neill has given him the captain's armband on occasion. These, they're mm. not, they're, they're not, yes, I I don't think they should play every single game because they need protecting somewhat. They're still young in their career, but it, it can't hurt to give them an opportunity, especially when, I mean, I don't know, is, is James Chester playing particularly well? I, I, I think it's today. I don't think any of them play particularly well. Like I'd like to see anybody played in midfield over the people who play there today, because all of the midfield today <laughs> played badly. Like Powell had probably not a good game by his day. He was sort of chasing it. It felt like um, overplaying almost, chasing after things he didn't need to, and then causing himself more difficulties. Klukas. Not a good game. He seems to have spells of being the best player ever and then spells of just being a bit rotten and he seems to be in the middle of one of those. Um, so, but yeah, the, it's it's hard to see what, talking about the centre-backs, what they could have done more against Wolves to deserve getting into the team, which is why I think they must be, OK, well, you're playing next Wednesday, get ready for that. Hmm. Um and then, and then once once we get this this pattern of three days off in between every game, out of the way, then look at where we are. Or I mean, he he might be thinking, "Fucking hell, Danny Bart, what are you doing running out, just jogging past the ball?" There, <laughs> uh, Harry Suter getting here. You're playing every game now forever, or Collins, <laughs> or whatever. And um, you've got, I mean, you you mentioned uh, early on the Leeds game the under-23s against Leeds, which I'd completely forgotten about, but the four-goal thriller where uh, Kyra Mateng? Gabby. We'll call him Gabby, but I feel really bad. I'm glad you went for that because I... I feel terrible for not knowing how to pronounce it. That's a failing on me. If if I'd remembered we played Leeds, I would have done some more research on how to say Mm. that rather than just doing the noises that, that letters are in order. But I'd certainly like to see him on the bench or creeping because he's I think he's the same age as Ty and uh, he looked very good um I'm just laughing at the fact you call him Ty like you're on you're on that level of a, oh, of yeah, a relationship well, I, I, I'm not very good at saying anybody's name <laughs> we we I mean we still have this massively bloated squad um and it's it's a very very mm. difficult uh difficult thing but yeah we we ser- we certainly have the players to chop and change <laughs> that is mm. certainly the case i've just um, realized talking about this i'm talking about center backs bruno played absolutely outstandingly against wolves didn't he mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i thought so also played the full game today or nearly the full game today so maybe that's why he got taken off actually because he was knackered from last week but yeah he was made captain and he was very very good so Maybe make him captain again and make sure he's it's in the middle. It's, yeah, I mean it's difficult. Mm. They're, they're two separate separate games, and I know that it's very mm. 
attempting to say this ha- this worked for Wolves, so it would work against Bristol. But uh, they they are two two completely separate games mm. with a different a different level. It's I think the only the it's for me it's the fact that we we see this type of Stoke so often, and it's frustrating that we don't um, we don't address. We don't seem to address those issues. Um, right, let's 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 dive it a little bit further then into it. What um, in terms of today's game, was there anything in particular that we haven't mentioned that you think we did particularly poorly at, apart from pace and passing and everything? I think <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we've covered it all in that everyone was just a bit shit. Nothing new there was. There was no new problems. So that's a positive. I, I don't think so. No. <laughs> um, no. Was there any players who did anything that impressed you today? I mean, we just lacked spark, didn't we? I thought the goalkeeper played well again. I think yes. it, uh, another season, perhaps, we're 2-0 down in the first quarter of an hour. And it, has a, it takes on a very different shape. Because we... Mm. We conceded a goal in the last minute of both halves, which is bad, and we didn't have any shots on target, which is also bad. But in another season, that would have been a lot worse than it was, probably. Oh, yeah, in another season, we could have probably <laughs> thrown the ball <laughs> oh, in our own net three times or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that does. yeah mm. let's, let's always remember where we are in terms of where <laughs> yeah, we could be. Yeah. Um, Rupert Goff on Twitter says, "What does Vokes offer other than being a target man? Surely we're a better team with Campbell or Fletcher." Now, like so far, hand, hands up a little bit. Um, the signing of Stephen Fletcher, I was not a particular fan of. I think that it's, I don't know, I just it, it, nothing sat right with me. I've got to say, as a substitute coming on, he seems to have offered us something a little bit. A little bit more, although I would say today that he had like ten minutes of a, of a good fit burst, um, and then the 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 performance of the whole team died down in the second half. So you yeah. can't really fault him fault him too much. He was certainly not the worst, but yes, um, but uh, but yes, I would have to agree with Rupert that Vokes seems to be going through a bit of a spell of nonsense, and surely. Starting Fletcher wouldn't be a bad thing, or Campbell. I would definitely advocate for that. Even Greggy, um, mm. I, oh, I yeah, Vokes, I find frustrating. Um, mm. The the he he's only thirty. I know we've discussed this possibly three podcasts running, but he's he looks a lot old. He moves a lot older than his years. <laughs> he reminds me of me, and I'm older than he is. Oh. Oh. Um, but I, I mean, I'm a lot less robust. But he, his his hold up play seems to be very much based on flicking it on or losing it. And mm-hmm. if we're not in exactly the right place, there was a through ball played for him today. I think I think Brown played a through ball for him to run onto, and and you just thought, ah, oh, you haven't been playing together very long. <laughs> that, that, that wasn't the best idea. And it, it was. I mean, if you think of Shakiri not chasing that ball. In our final season in the Premier League, and then you compare, it it does it doesn't really bear comparison. I realise different times, but I 
I mean, I don't want to be down on anyone. He's, he's certainly scored some goals for us since he came. He's just, I just don't, like, I'm, I'm looking at him at the minute. I don't see how that happened. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I, I, yeah. Especially then when we have so many other, so many other options in terms of striking forces. That's, that's the um, thing. I think all our yeah. other options excite me more. The the only justification I can see is either he's doing something brilliant in training that we're not seeing. I mean, I don't want to have a go at him because he's better than me, but it's just <laughs> oh, so he, it just he doesn't it doesn't feel like he's bringing something that means he should be starting every game, and he is starting mm. every game, somewhat rem- reminiscent of the Joe Allen years. Um, but it's the only thing I can think is that he's he's just he's there to wear down the other team. So then when we bring Fletcher on or Campbell on or both, the the other team are either lulled into a false sense of security thinking they've got an easy day or they're just knackered from getting little digs and pushed around a bit. But I've I I wouldn't given all our other options, he he wouldn't be my automatic first choice for that position. Or no, I, yeah, and I and I I mean, it remains to be seen what happens in the next few games, but the the hope would be that Michael O'Neill sees the performances of these of players <laughs> and, and makes some makes some changes for the next next game. It's difficult. What with as you say, games coming thick and fast. Another League Cup game midweek. Um, it's it's yeah. You, we need to chop and change. I think one of the things for me, and I think you've touched on it, was that Nick Powell. When Nick Powell doesn't have a good game, the whole team kind of doesn't have a good game. And going back on the what formation we play, him playing in a in a four two three one perhaps could be more beneficial. But I think generally we have to accept that Nick Powell is not not every game isn't going to be a wonder show from him. And I do think we need perhaps an alternative. If that's in the form of Oakley Booth, then great. But um, we need to find an alternative way of of creating chances. At least that's my opinion on agree. on that. I yeah, think, you, yeah. I think I agree. Yeah, I like it. when he doesn't play. Often it doesn't feel like we're missing him. We just we just play slightly differently. And when he does play well, he's. I mean, he's he's a very very good player. He's a lovely footballer to watch. So, so he he can play well and the whole of the rest of the team can not play well and it makes him look bad because I mean a few times <laughs> near the start of the game where he played really good balls and nobody had read him and mm. it's like yeah that that in in another side or on another day that was a, a perfect ball and he had mm. he had one cross that looked like he could have almost just tucked it in the top corner and he he, he did a very good cross to nobody and it's like mm, <laughs> and then he seemed oh, to man. just get frustrated and then yeah, just went downhill really trying to chase everything and trying to do more than he needed to on his own probably. Um, but I, th- I think our other option is that we just play slightly differently without him. I mean, we we didn't miss him particularly against Wolves because we weren't mm. we weren't trying to do the things that he does particularly, I don't think. But then we had more sort of drive and pace from midfield mentioning no names. <laughs> we get we we get it and listen no like in, in all seriousness i do think josh timon does deserve a spot in this team because like in the performances he's put in like he, he he can do no worse than what we what we've seen today 
And I think he's... I mean, even O'Neill has come out and said that he's... Since lockdown, was it, that he's performing... Mm. He's like unlocked a new level in his development, and that's great. Like I want, I want Josh Tymon to to come to come good because he was a player with a bit of promise. Mm. What about new boy then, jo- uh, Jacob Brown? George, Jacob, Josh Brown, um, Jacob, whatever. I don't know, Mister Brown. It is Jacob, isn't it? Yeah. Do you uh, know what I like? Do you know what I like? Right, I'll just say this: what I like about the championship is <laughs> that when when we were in the Premier League, you'd be linked with a player for ages and it would be like, oh, we're linked with such and such from the Bundesliga. And with the Bundesliga, it's, oh yeah, there's several fans who sit and watch the Bundesliga. They can tell you all about how they've done for uh, for, for Hoffenheim or whatever. When we get linked with players in the Championships, like unless you have been watching Barnsley... Generally, you just get people like, oh, right, I've never heard of them. Are they any good? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, we're linked with it. Why are we linked? Like, the rumours come out of nowhere, and it usually comes out of nowhere because, oh, something's happening and we're now signing that player. Because um, it, it all happened quite quickly. But he, what, he came into the club? Um, he came on against Wolves, did he? Yes. Yes, and he um, scored against yes. Wolves. And today, so he must have been say, on. <laughs> He must be real. Um, he, <laughs> he, but he, he, um, he, he looks again. He, he's a young player, but he, he looks like he's got bringing something to this team, doesn't he? Oh, definitely. He's definitely got pace to burn and good legs, and is covering a lot of ground. Did he hmm. come on for like ten minutes against Millwall? Or have I thought? I'm thinking yes. of another game. No, maybe he did. Maybe I think he, he must did. have done. Because I have no it, yeah. idea. When did we sign it? I, I I just don't know anymore. According to Wikipedia, he joined on the 9th of September. So he, I mean, this he could. Oh, That's I, three or four years ago now. Time. I know. I know that time has been mentioned a lot on this <laughs> podcast in recent weeks, but I genuinely thought that was this week that he signed. <laughs> I, and I'm completely wrong. Uh, oh, only, God, we're gonna yeah. get so. Someone's going to listen to the first bit of this podcast and then message us and be like, I think you'll uh, find... And that, that does happen. I went through some of the messages today and <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. people who we've never replied to. Who've, uh, I think you'll find we actually um, beat Brentford in 2007 or oh, something like that. It'll all be based like, on things I've said. I, I haven't read them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. No, mm. no. It's fine. Send us your... Um, corrections. Factual, yeah, send us your corrections. That's... Maybe we should do a reading out of corrections. Oh Who yeah, knows? we could we could do that when if we ever get a really bad week. <laughs> we don't want to talk about the football at all. We we'll just read out a load of messages, Partridge style, and be like, "Oh well, fuck you." I'm I'm just looking on. Oh no, he's Wikipedia. Jacob Brown's Wikipedia. Someone has updated it to reflect the goal that he scored in the League Cup. Oh, so excellent. that's okay. Um, but yes. Young player, Michael O'Neill seems to want to develop this team. Whilst he's brought in some older figures, he certainly likes trying to get the youngsters involved. At least that's how it seems. Would yeah. you agree? I mean, the pattern of signings fits it as well because we've got a couple of sort of elderly but still fairly mobile. It seems spine players, your Fletcher and your John Obi McCall, whoever, um, and then he seems to be bringing in pace and youth. To compliment that, which is, I mean, that's you—you're playing football manager, or you're thinking it through in your head. That's 
that feels like a nice balance to me. Um, it does. <laughs> we, we've still got 100 centre-backs, but... <laughs> Yeah, I mean things. Were... One problem at a time, eh? One problem yeah, exactly. at a time. But yeah, no, he, he looks. I mean, I think today the whole forward line was smothered by the way Brentford were either dealing with the threat as as the ball came to them, or just stopping the ball getting to them. And there was very little opportunity to. We weren't doing more so against Wolves. We would hold on to the ball for a few paces and commit a player or two players before releasing it. And I think today the occasions that happened, if we held onto the ball long enough to commit one of our players, we lost it. Mm-hmm. And so that very much affected the way we we were getting the ball forwards and delivering it. The outswinging corners weren't as good as the in-swinging ones, that kind of thing. But again, if we have Harry Suter there, with his massive head, we've probably got a better <laughs> shot of making something out of that. I don't know. I, we were just not as good as we could have been and they were a good side I think I've said that before I should stop I'm going to have to stop repeating <laughs> myself I'm all over the place today it's fine I blame it's lockdown. been one of those it's been one of those uh, one of those days I blame football on a Sunday because it always makes me mm. struggle to, to collect my thoughts on uh, <clears throat> on, on anything confusing I, I don't think there's much more we can really say about about today's game or whatever it it was it was annoying, but I don't. I'll, I'll ask you. I don't think that this is a sign of anything more worrying. I mean, you can argue that it's a learning curve. It's the formation or whatever. Do you? You're not seeing this as like warning signs, red flags everywhere. Not not that one. No, but, no. It, but yeah. it, it's a sign. That, oh, there you go. Yeah, you're pointing to that excellent flag. The CCCP. <laughs> it's, it's very, very small on on my screen. But anyway, um, yeah, no, it's, I <laughs> that, think, that'll go down well in a podcast in, in audio form. But well, te- yeah, yeah. It's, Never it's, mind. A, it's a red flag. It's got some kind of yellow decal in the top corner. Hard to make out. I'm ge- going to guess it's some zi- kind of sickle. I will, I will explain. I will explain. Theme. So <laughs> because this because this does not work on an audio format. <laughs> We we are now recording these over Zoom as everyone records and does everything over Zoom in a lockdown lockdown culture. My background at the moment is uh, it's just a screenshot from my uh, glorious campaign on the on the game Hearts of Iron Four, which I recommend to anyone. Um, and yes, Tony is referring to the flag of the Soviet Union that is on the background behind me because that is a red flag. Mm. <sighs> God, what on earth are we on about? Well, my background Maybe... just says fuck. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so, artistically, um, <laughs> but yeah, but no, no less appropriate. Um, yeah. So, red flags. No, I think I think today shows that, and I think Michael O'Neill said this recently, but I haven't actually seen the post game. But I think the headline was that we're a work in progress. It shows that. I think we need to remember the positives we took from the Wolves game, which we haven't really spoken about in detail because we've forgotten about it because of this. <laughs> but it, we we were all pretty upbeat after the Wolves game. It was a good performance. They're a really good side. They weren't absolutely clicking in very much the same way as we didn't absolutely click today against a pretty good side, I would say. And I'm, I think we're learning... There's new players in the side. There's players that haven't played together. There's... It's a 
I mean, we didn't play this system that much last season that I remember, so it feels like almost a new system that we roll out against what what our guys consider to be the big guns or the teams that are going to pose as a real threat even at home, which then makes sense in the last two games. If we if we if we come out in that setup against Gillingham, I've got questions. Mm. Not necessarily yeah. in a bad way. I just I'd be interested to know if if it's I'd 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 just be interested to know why. But then also we might come out with a system and against Gillingham it, it turns out that when it clicks I mean we might lose Gillingham. That's very realistic because we're Stoke and we've all seen it happen often enough. Um <laughs> but that in in one of the many dimensions that this could be occurring in, we might roll the same system out and suddenly it clicks as a fluid attacking system. Everybody's moving, there's pace in the side, particularly on the left. <laughs> um, I don't think that's going to happen somehow. I don't no. know why, but that that may be just me um, having a complete lack of faith based on today's on today's result. But, but if it does, remember I said it would. When it doesn't, <laughs> I was just hypothesising it's not a realistic... Exactly. Thing. Yeah, okay, no, that's <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Right. Um, well. Do you want some positivity? Yeah. I've got a little yeah, bit let's of positivity. Do it. The women's teams today all played and won. Um, Excellent. The first team beat Sheffield FC uh, 1-0. Solid. Uh, reserves beat Sporting Calsa 2-1. And the development team beat, beat Small Soul 6-3. So that's exciting. Uh, you'll remember, oh, nice. of course, Stoke City women beat MK Dons 2-0 in the pissing rain back in February of this year, which you'll also remember was about seven years ago, um, mm. which was a semi-final of the, I need to read this, hang on, FA Women's National League Cup. Um, and then we would have played Sunderland in the final, but then the plague happened and the leagues yeah. and cups were voided. So on paper, none of that actually happened, but I was there and I saw it. Um, but yeah, the women's team had a really good season cut short, so... That's there's there's been a lot of change, a lot of new players coming to the side since then, um, mm. which is interesting, um, and some key names have, have gone. But it's a it's a very much a new look side. But building on that from last season, it's going to be interesting, I think, and a mm. good a good be, start. Yeah, a few a few players have. Yeah, I I did notice that the the turnover has been. There's been a, a number of names that we're familiar with, like move on. It'll be interesting to see how they do this season. Mm-hmm. Um, again, hope hope for the best. I was I was gutted when the uh, when the cup final got cancelled because it was chances are it was going to be somewhere Local. in the vicinity yeah. of, of of where we were because halfway between Stoke and Sunderland. But but alas, never mind. Um, there's always this season if people are allowed out mm-hmm. ever again. It, you just don't know. Yeah. It'll end up being in Dover or something. Oh, oh that'd be awful. Or behind closed doors, like every other game this yeah. season probably will be, but we'll see. That's it, that's it. it yeah. Is there uh, any other business you'd like to discuss, Tony? I don't think I have got much, really. I've got terrible lockdown hair going on on account of me still shielding. You can't really see because my <laughs> back, background deletes it, but I've got these... My hair is basically looks like an Oompa Loompa off the original film of Willy Wonka with big curls above the mm. ears, and then I've got enough hair for a whole another haircut at the back. I like it, uh, but very little at the front and the top still. So you, you should grow it oh, out well. and become the become the the grunge guitarist that you always dream of being. Uh, that, that's that's pretty much what I've been doing. It's very much a Stephen Fletcher look. 
but in, <laughs> instead of the gel, I'm just favouring not washing it. Um, I've also got a new milk milk frother uh, for um, making me lovely hot coffee, um, but that's. <laughs> I'm still learning it because it's it, you need to fill it to a different height to like I sort of got used to where to fill it with my old one for my mug right and yeah um with the new one I need to fill it to a different level I haven't really worked out yet so I've had to use a different mug to normal although it's a very good mug it's not it's not my usual coffee mug so right everything like right. the ratio then of coffee and milk is just slightly wrong um but it's it's quite nice well that's um, that's good that's good. And what what made you go for a new a new frother machine? They they tend to last about a year of hard heavy use. I find mm. before the non stickness wears away, and then you get horrible burnt milk cake to it that just won't come off. And um, uh. for twenty quid, I'll just have another one because landfill. Yeah, terrible. But. <laughs> I mean, well, listen, don't feel too guilty about it. Everyone wants a frothy coffee. Well, well, I was going to say every now and again, but it sounds like multiple times a day for you. This one was decaf because I do like occasionally having some sleep. But no, it's my my lockdown routine, my working from home routine and my weekend routine has been pretty solidly the same for about three years. And it does involve a lovely latte (laughs) just put together just right. It, you, you know what you've 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 brought back memories of the time oh, oh gosh a few years ago when I was working at the the Royal Mail me yeah. and um, a colleague of mine uh, every morning at nine o'clock we would go and and spend time making a really delicate coffee oh. uh, <laughs> and that was that was yeah they always it was always funny because yes we used to take quite a lot of time frothing milk and stuff i was good oh what time so what time yeah. to be alive what it's, a memory and what a boring thing for the listeners <laughs> it's good me time though it's like washing up you can focus yeah. it's just a i mean and you get the benefit of washing up manually obviously is like you do the work and stuff and it's it's sort of it, you can zone out it's kind of a nice place to be but also That's at it. the end of it you've got lovely clean hands yeah yeah i've yeah we yes i've been taking time to do that our dishwasher doesn't clean stuff anymore so i've been hand washing things and watching uh, a youtube series on the cold war and that's been great <laughs> that's just been lovely it's not it's, like you lo- I, <laughs> I know you, you you may you may be thinking well, chris why would you watch it you already you already learned stuff about it you know everything about the cold war but it's not true there's lots of detail and lots of things that uh that you know, just didn't know about that. You just areas of history that, like, oh mm. my gosh, yes, I did not know all about that. Oh god, we've trailed off a little bit here, Tony. Oh, I don't know. I think this has been the high point. To be fair, <laughs> it's been better than the football. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, predictions for the week: Gillingham, Gillingham on Wednesday. I, I have more faith in us in more recent times than. I would like last year, the year before this stage of a season, I would have said we this is a guaranteed grim defeat um, <laughs> to a lower league team. I, 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 I'm, I, I still have some optimism. Also, not not just because I think some of the core younger players will be playing, 
a bigger part on Wednesday, but I mm. yeah, I think we'll win by a couple, which is very unlikely me to think, which then fills me with conviction that I must be wrong, and actually I'm jinxing it by saying that. But News just in, and this could be completely Ooh. nothing. It may mean nothing. Uh, the few Celtic fans that I happen to be in touch with on Twitter mm-hmm. are spreading the rumour that James McLean is off there. Oh. Now, oh, I well. don't know if that's true, but it I mean, there's a few of them all talking about it. It could be nothing. Probably is nothing. It, Let's be honest. It could be, but also there's ways it would... We spoke a couple of weeks ago about clearing the decks a bit and that being driven more by who people are willing to take than mm-hmm. who we necessarily want rid of and then building around that. So it wouldn't completely surprise me. It would... It, I've, I like him a lot. He, he was our in our top two for player of the season. I can't remember the exact discussions last season, but it was he was Tom's player of the season last season anyway, uh, for sure. I mean, he was definitely a very good player for us last season, and I, I would definitely mm. be sad to see him go. I wouldn't necessarily be completely shocked if that did come to pass, and I think he'd be happy there, so that's good. Oh, I mean, he, like, was, he it is a match made in just, heaven, isn't it, really? <laughs> <laughs> I think that yeah. James McLean, James McLean wanted a, wants a move to Celtic like Charlie Adam was wanting a move to Rangers, but... No, that, no, uh, he, he really wanted his move to Dundee, and he's got it, which is course, absolutely he, lovely. He's back, back home, back in... Did I ever tell you when... Because uh, Stacey's dad is a United fan, uh, Dundee mm-hmm. United, mm. and uh, we went to before before we were before we were locked in our houses. Uh, we went and watched them play. Oh God, who did they play against? Oh no, I'm gonna have to. There's only like remember. eight teams you have to pick from. It wasn't Aberdeen because <laughs> well, I would have remembered. No, um, no, it was in. It was when they were in the Championship. Oh. Um, one of the Edinburgh clubs and and Kenny Miller Kenny Miller's playing for him. Oh, now Ooh. who does Kenny? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to quickly uh, Google. Anyway, that's... when we we went into some um went into some bar before the game and um there was this uh, Charlie Adam Stoke City signed top just sight behind the bar and I'm like, this is a uh, this is it was so weird. That's lovely. I just. Yeah, Partick Thistle. It was part. It was yes, it was. What division are they in? Have they got? Thistle they in the go championship. Oh, oh, I don't know. Actually, they might have gone down. I do, no, I, oh, I missed oh, a lot yeah. of. I, I I don't pay enough attention to Scottish football anymore. Outside oh, the yeah. seventh tier, no, third <laughs> tier. Where fourth tier? Hang on. Yeah, fourth tier. I went to one fourth tier game last season. I've discussed it on the pod <laughs> unnecessarily. I've been wearing the shirt quite a lot as well. <laughs> it's a good shirt. Well, um, well, we've 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 got off. We've lost oh, the plot, this, Tony. Let's sorry again. No, it's no, it's, it's fine. Ja- it's, it's fine. It's James McLean's it, fault, or it's your mischievous Celtic mate's fault. Oh, actually, I know. I had a report. I, I spoke to. On the subject of football supporting friends, uh, I've got a couple of mates who are Donny Rovers, Doncaster Rovers, uh, season ticket holders. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, yes. And very briefly, because, God, it's nearly bedtime, um, uh, Mr. Bursic's played well both games. 
awesome. Nothing to report other than basic general positivity. Also, in the their first game was against MK Dons, and mm. uh, Lassa Sorensen was apparently their best player by a distance, and then he was taken off, reason like maybe after an hour or something, and all, all the Donny fans were were very pleased that he'd gone off because he was their their main threat building forward. So that's that's well, encouraging that's... news. That is nice to hear. That is good to hear. We want we want our our players to do well while they're out on loan. Right. Unless there's any other business you want to talk about, Tony, I think we'll we'll wrap this thing up. Um as always, if you want to get in touch with us and chat about anything, you can on Twitter at Wizards of Drivel. Um God, if you I don't know what else you want to do. How are you? Are you having a good week? <clears throat> <laughs> I feel like we it's, haven't covered you. No, it's okay. Don't worry about me. Yeah, all 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 is all right here. Just Good. living the living the lockdown dream. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say. I was finishing Sorry. the podcast, weren't? Apologies. No, it's all right. Follow us. Follow us on Twitter. Um, as always, get in touch. We love to hear from you, and we love to hear your thoughts and queries and ideas on Stoke. Um, also corrections. Don't forget, we need your corrections. Send corrections, please. <laughs> All that type of stuff. Mm. Anything to promote, Tony? How can people get in touch with you? Uh, I'm at Tone DePia on the Twitter, unless I've changed it, but I don't think I have. <clears throat> and I am at Bramad on the Twitter. I think that's it. Until next time, we meet. Go on, Stoke.